tactics. And with that being said, let's talk about tactics. Scare tactics. Now the element of illusion can become as real to some of us as our religion. I'm talking about when sick freedom war can become as real as St. Peter and Paul. Can you dig what I'm saying? Dig what I'm saying. That being said, you gotta know that a tactic is something that's planned out. The enemy had to plan that thing out in order to take you off your game and stifle you. Great day one and all, this is none other than your brother, XL Wilbur, reporting to you live from your side. If you decide not to oblige, well, that means you choose the blues. You're probably somewhere seeing red with your hands on your head, but I'm going to need you to pick your head up. I'm going to need you to take your hands out your face, have a seat here at this table, let's go over these tactics. Scare tactics, that's right, you're here for the podcast, the show that tackles the things that scare us from moving forward in life, with the main premise of what? Letting you know that the things you long for. The goals you long for, the life you long for is in shorter distance than you could ever imagine. That's our premise here. I want to thank you all for joining me for a second week of this greatness getting bestowed upon us. And I'm saying us because in the same sense that I put this information out for the atmosphere, I get that same energy back. I teach myself things as I go over these notes. The same way that I'm going through it with you, the same way it's being fed to me. So this is a reciprocal thing. And that's why I want you guys to comment, to like, subscribe, make sure that we stay in the environment together. The XL Wilbur LLC page on Facebook, make sure you go like that as I put up my morning motivation. And then my information about the podcast, it automatically goes there from Spreaker. I believe right now the main one is going from, straight from there is Spreaker. And every Thursday we're going to do this thing right here. I have also the YouTube page, the XL Wilbur YouTube page that I'm doing. And I have my first motivational video up. Blessings and armor is the hashtag you need to hit in YouTube. I'm glad they did that. I'm so glad they did that. I am the only one there when you hit the blessings and hashtag blessings and armor. And it's entitled Not You. It'll definitely feed your soul. I promise you, I got more to come. I mean, I got them in the stash, locked up. Rock, lock, lock, who is 16 and equipping one in the hole, like the late night Nate Dahl would say. So, yes, I definitely got them loaded up for you. Just stay tuned. Got them coming. And but the first one is there right now. My very first motivational video is there for you to check out. Go be blessed with that one. And then I also got this podcast, of course. And it's on Spreaker, Google Play, iTunes, iHeart, SoundCloud, and we're going for that title bag. So if you see me walking around with a championship belt from here on out, then, yeah, you know why. We're doing that. All I know is that my, my guy was telling me, he was like, yo, these artists are getting paid major with this, with the title, who stream on title. Like, hmm, if only they did podcast. Next thing you know, my guy sent me a, a screenshot with the podcast area on title. I'm like, oh, time to get the bag. We got to get that. He said, and then like my, uh, my home, what she said, she said, basically, when you secure the bag, you got to make sure there's something in it. <laughs> so, yeah, something's in that bag. I got to go get that. But what we're going to talk about today is something that's sneaky, very crafty in its nature. And we're going to break it down and talk about types of this thing. Because it can be far away, way off in the distance, and still strike a chord of fear in you, yet it could be so close that you don't even see it. 
Now that's craftiness. That's how detrimental this thing is. And this thing that stops us from moving forward in life are naysayers. Naysayers or haters. Now haters is a term that's thrown around so much right now that it's starting to get watered down and lose meaning. Now haters today is basically somebody who doesn't believe the same thing you believe or has a different opinion from you. That, that automatically means they hate you. Now, there's some people who subscribe to the thing, they either love you or hate you, but when it comes to this term haters, haters used to be the ones who necessarily came at you and said, hey, what you on, man? It ain't what I'm on, and I don't like it. Nowadays, it's just for someone who has a different opinion than you with this social media age. But a naysayer, everyone doesn't know what a naysayer is, so I'm gonna take you back in a little bit when we, like the governments, when they, and they, some of them still do it, when they vote on a certain issue, they say either I or nay, and some of y'all may not know what they're doing. I means yes, I agree with it. And nay means no, I don't agree with it. So naysayer is basically someone who has a negative response to a positive idea. And with that being said, let's talk about some of the types as well as ask that question, are you a hater or naysayer? Am I a hater or naysayer? Let's go ahead and dive in right quick, and we're going to come out with the tools and applications to overcome these things if it is coming at us, or to prevent ourselves from being that again. All right, so first one we got is for people who question your ambitions. You give an idea, or a gift, or share a dream with somebody, and they're like, you really going to do that? You really think that's going to happen for you? Why you want to do that? And that's the one I got when I was like sharing some stuff with some of my soldiers. We always share like stuff we do outside the military that's gonna help us come up or whatever. And I was talking about my notary public and how I was trying to hit the, the classes for the different states so I can like corner the market. And I was giving them the game for us that. And one of the soldiers in there was like, why you wanna do that? They don't really make no money. And I was like, well, I do know they only hit like $5 uh, an appointment every uh, signing or whatever. But I already had a plug to where I can get up to $200 an appointment. And I already got the turf to make it happen. To where I'm, I'm gonna be clearing bank once I get this thing going. But I know the prerequisite is to be a notary public already. The rest of it is basically me learning how to market myself in those areas. And I already have the area to market, I just need to know how to market to the area. That's basically it. So. For, he, for that person to basically question my ambition, I'm like, why, why don't you just let me get this little $5? Do you realize how much money we sign away on leases, on cars and whatever, on houses, on a, a restaurant receipt if we use a card? We're signing away, I sign away more money. Why can't I just get like $5 for signing saying I saw somebody else sign away their money? That's basically what notary is. A notary public is a person who notarizes a legal document showing that there was a witness there and making it legal and binding. That's basically all a notary public is. So I go, I, I take that five up off you, but I had the potential to learn, like, uh, learn an area that a lot of people ain't touching, but there is a system for that can get me $200 a signing. I may not have to sign it, but once or twice. But I can get $200, let me get that, let me get that scratch. You don't mind if I get that, right? There's a bag there. I got to secure that. <laughs> so, yeah. I said, that's still my guy and everything. That's still my soldier. It's just like one of the things when people question your ambition. That's my example right there. Let me get that little five. 
Let me go and get that little five and jump right into that 200 the next week. That's how quick this thing can happen. And I'm going to share my journey with y'all once I get through all of the process of with, that, with, that little, with that thing right there, that side move right there. <laughs> I ain't going to call it a hustle. I'm just going to, because it's like legit. I'm going to make sure I get that thing going. And when I learn the tricks of the trade, I'm going to make sure I share that with you as I get the insight. I gotta, we got to feed the environment. So the next one was going to be people who blatantly say, you can't do it. Not you. Not somebody with them shoes on, not somebody with that hairdo, not somebody with that many kids. You're never going to make it happen. So people who blatantly tell you that, to your face. And these are the people who closest to you because why? They think they know you from this point. They only see you at this point. They're like, X, what you talking about at this point? I mean, they only see the current you. And a lot of times they only see the past you. But in this instance, mostly they only see the current you and they don't see you going anywhere else in the, in the line of progression. They can't get past the person they see right in front of them. And that's a bad look because that means they don't see any potential in you. Especially if they tell you you can't do something because of your circumstances. Now I'm going to leave you with the game. It's gold. There's a loophole to everything but salvation. I'm not going to get on my soapbox and preach, but truth is, if you look at everything, there's a loophole to everything. And I mean, there was a drive, now I'm going to say it's a drive, but there was an event back when I lived in Tennessee where there was a law office expunging records. I didn't think a lot of these guys that was getting this stuff off their records, getting this second chance at life, could even have this stuff happen. I'm not talking about like murder or nothing like that or anything that could probably get you life, but there were things on their records that were hindering them, and I will tell you why it hindered them, because these guys were teenagers and in their early 20s. I was in my mid-20s, so these were guys that I was around, or that I saw come up, or wasn't too much younger than me, or me and their big brothers grew up together, and these guys were already at a standstill, stuck in life for the choices they made, and the criminal system isn't always the most just, but there is loopholes to it only if you know it. So for someone to tell me I can't do something and to know that there's a loophole in everything, I had to process that in my mind. I couldn't start taking no for an answer. And that's one way you can overcome that one right there is to tell them I won't take no for an answer. Shake up a person to tell you that you can't do something. And tell them, I won't take no for an answer. They're going to be like, what, what? You're supposed to take this no and go with it. No, I don't. I don't have to take that no and go with it. I can do what I said I can do. I will do what I said I can do. You got to go in a boldness. Because if you're going to be bold enough or confident enough to say that you're going to do this in the, the audience of others, I would hope you've already had that talk with yourself and feel confident enough to share it with the world and not feel dumb. So the next one we have are those who speak on every negative outcome. Now these are going to come from people who think they know your past and some who may actually know your past and tell you that you can't do this based on where you've been. You can't do this based on what you've done. They're never going to let somebody like that do it. They're never going to do this. What if it all fails? What if you lose it all? What if no one shows up? Now, that's one way I say to overcome that last one right there. And it just came to me last week. If no one shows up, that's more practice for me. 
in this public speaking round, if no one shows up to an event, that's more practice for me. I'm gonna give you something practical, real practical. At one time, I set up like a cipher for the people I was rapping with a few years ago. My brother was gonna be on the camera, I was gonna be like the host or whatever, had a bow tie, nice shirt, whole outdoor downtown area, and I was just calling them up, making sure we can get it going, man. I had about five of my guys, five of my guys and girls that were able to rap and had them coming in there. Let's come on, man. Let's make this happen. Meet me here at this time on this day. No one showed up. So you know what me and my brother did? We flipped that and made a whole video of a song he made a beat to and I had already rapped to. That's basically what you gotta do. Any negative outcome that they bring on you when you put your dream out there, you give them every positive outcome. You continue to remember that there's a positive to what you were doing to begin with. You didn't come up with that dream. You didn't formulate that ambition. You didn't generate that plan with an expectation to fail. You didn't. So why would you let anybody bring you every negative outcome thinking that any of those are plausible when everything that you put into your plan to begin with was positive? So the next one we got are those who downplay your blessings. And when they say downplay your blessings, it's basically when a lot of times you've already done something and it has come to pass and things are, things are good and they're looking up for you and you're sharing this information and they be like, oh, Okay, <laughs> that's good. Or <laughs> they might answer that with sarcasm. We never know. There's different ways that people like this can do these things. And it's just one of those things where they don't give it the importance that we might feel like they should give. And I'm gonna give you a good example because a lot of times it's family. Now, I, I remember a time as I was younger, not to say that my family, no, I can definitely, definitely not say that my family didn't support when we done something positive. And not to, I cannot say that they did not congratulate us, but looking back at the things that me and my generation end up getting into as we got older, I seem to remember us getting a lot more attention when we got in trouble for something than when we did something positive. I seen a lot of that attention come our way when things went wrong or we were on the brink of something or we needed a little bit of help because we didn't have a way out than we did when we were progressing and succeeding and doing a lot of things, maybe not on our own, but some on our own, some with a little help, but still, when we were progressing, we didn't get as much attention. And I don't know if I'm not, my family was the only one that was like that, but some might, might have that same experience. Share it, it's, I just did, I laid it out there on the line, it's real. And for people to downplay your blessing, you may be that person that shares it with somebody and expect, like I say, expects them to give a better reaction, but they just like, yeah, that's cool. Okay, it means the world to you, but it's just like you took the trash out. How do you think that feels? Especially if we're the ones doing it to somebody else. And that was the, the last example I'm gonna give, or, or type I'm gonna give on this show, so that's a good way to segue it back up. Start from the last one, and we're gonna talk about could we fit into one of these categories? Could we be one of these people downplaying a blessing? Could we have somebody that's close to us not looking for any criticism or 
anything like that, they're looking for you to say congratulations. They're looking to see that someone that they trust with the information is just as happy to see them succeed as they would be if the shoe was on the other foot. That's what they were looking for. And have, have we been that person? Have I downplayed a blessing? Yes, because I hated that I didn't do it first. I hated that I wasn't the person that went ahead and moved into a gift I already knew I had, but I see somebody else succeeding in it. Not even knowing that it would, might have been meant for me. I could have did that same thing and failed at it. But just because somebody else I seen, I was able to see, visualize, be close to, Succeed in that area knowing I had the gift to do that? Yeah, hurt my feelings. So you know what I'm gonna do? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all right, man. I don't really care about that. Hate, big hate. Then we go back to that third one. Those who speak on every negative outcome possible. Now, I'm not too big on this one, like far as examples, but I have been one to be pessimistic. And pessimistic is basically the negative. Bring out all the negative, just like what I was saying. Somebody who brings out every negative outcome possible. Now, that's a person who's full of fear. I was that person putting out that pessimism, not knowing that's what it was, but I claimed I wasn't scared of nothing. But I was putting, that, putting out that fear. My thought process wouldn't even been on a fear factor if I was really not afraid of anything. I could tell that was a big facade. So anybody putting out that type of pessimism, if they claim they ain't scared of nothing, they claim don't nothing bother them, you already know that's a flawed mentality. And I'm telling you, that's how I, I analyze myself just in talking to you right here. I just analyzed that about myself. That's why I say this whole thing is reciprocal. This is a classroom. And so we go to the second one. People who blatantly say, you can't do it. Now, I know I've looked at people's situation, and I had a real smart, sneaky way of telling people that they couldn't do it. I bring up stuff about them that maybe they weren't thinking about, and I would put it out there like, yeah, how you plan to do it with that? How you plan to do it with this? When you plan to get that took care of? Taking their mind off of whatever they was going to tell me about their plan and putting their mind back on another problem that they had that they probably was going to use that plan to fix. We never know. But I knew what I was doing. I was hating on the slide, naysaying. And so people who question your ambition was the first one. And I know I've been the person to be like, yo, you ain't built for that. <laughs> that used to be my favorite phrase, you ain't built for that. I used to do it jokingly. But a lot of times I did it because I was, I was hating. I was hating, I was naysaying. I was wanting to be negative towards something they was positive about. I was like, you ain't built for that. And it was one of them things like I felt like I could do it better. And that's one of them things we have to look out for. Could we be the naysayer? Could we be the hater? Because remember I told you at the beginning, it could be so close that you don't even see it. It's because we naysay and we hate on ourselves. When we hate and we naysay on ourselves, it, we can fit in any of those types and even more categories. We think and we, we have a conversation with ourselves every day if we know it or not. Now they say you're only crazy if you answer yourself back, but hey, a conversation is a question and answer type thing. You gotta be able to exchange the information. So we all a little bit cuckoo if you think about it. And it's basically one of the things where it's like people who question your ambitions, how often do you question your own? People who blatantly say, no, you can't do it. How many times we tell ourselves we can't do it? 
Those who speak on every negative outcome possible, how many times do we put a negative outcome in our heads that don't even exist and it controls us? That's the craziest part about it. And then we have the last one, those who downplay your blessings. How many times have we not noticed a blessing until somebody else pointed out to us because we were downplaying the blessing? We were like, that's good and all, but I want this. I want what they got. That is the damaging factor. That is a damaging characteristic because we can overlook and overstep our blessings that are right in front of us, want what somebody else got, thinking that our blessings are supposed to be bigger than what we have right here, the life we have, the sight we have. If we ain't got sight, we can hear. If we can't hear, we can see. If we can't see, we can walk. If, and if, if we may need a little help, but we got somebody to help us walk. We got a heightened sense of something that we can do something. I'm saying I, I can't take a handicap and tell you that that thing isn't blessed in some way, shape, or form because they say when you lose one ability, the rest heighten. So I would never know what a blind man hears or how a blind man hears unless I become that blind man or woman. And I would never know what a deaf man sees or deaf woman sees until I become that deaf person. So we all have to not overlook our blessings or downplay our blessings because our blessings are ours. Ownership. That's what we're talking about. Ownership. So own it. Take these tools and applications. Overcome this thing right here. The naysayers, the hate, the ones from the outside and the naysaying and hating that we do on ourselves. With all that being said, I thank you for joining me again for this second episode of Scare Tactics. Hopefully that you take it with you and prosper, share with somebody. Like I say, like, comment, subscribe on this thing, the Spreakers, the Google Plays, the iTunes, the iHearts, the SoundClouds, and soon and very soon, I speak it into existence. That title. Title's gonna come up with that check as well, man. So yes, we're gonna do this every Thursday. Meet me back here for the party. Check out the XL Wilbur LLC page on Facebook. Go like that as I put out the morning inspirations. And I put out all the ads and stuff for my new, my new materials. Hashtag Blessings and Armor, the video series on YouTube. Make sure you go check out and subscribe to the YouTube page. Comment. And I tell you, I put, I've been through my own trials. I put a lot of my own trials on myself. So what you need to do is make sure any critique that you have, send it to me. It's, in all, it's all in improving this environment. I don't take anything to heart like that. I'm not one of them guys. I used to be, and we can talk about that on another episode, but right now what we're going to talk about is positivity and how any critique, any, any way you feel like I, make, I can make this podcast better. If you feel like you can make this podcast better, man, go ahead and share the information with me. I could probably get you on here. I could probably do something with you. We could probably have a whole other venture. This podcast might not be it, but it might not be another avenue that you want to pursue that we can get in together and work. Might not see my face on it, but at the same time, we make a share information. That's just how the universe works, and I believe this positive environment environment is a start. So with this being a platform to put out information, put out positivity, I pray you go blessed. Blessings and armor. Bang! But we gotta know that it's an illusion. Sometimes we look too deep into things that ain't even there. And that enemy wouldn't have put that plan, plan and that tactic together if they wasn't scared of you.